When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 705 of Fluorescent Radio Live. And it is a sad day in America. We have been defeated. The Russian Wrestling but we Federation. Were just one match away, JD. I know you're, you can't help smiling because it was the Russians that won, but we were only one match. Just give me Sedulayev or Taylor or Cox. Give me one more match and we win, baby. I know. Um, a large part of it was Iran balling out. Not a large part, but definitely a big portion of yep. it was Iran balling out. Uh, well, do we want to start Snyder Such Live, the overall yeah, team? Yeah, let's start there. Okay, whatever, well, whatever you want. Okay, well, let's start. Snyder such live. Okay, I got Snyder. a hot take. You, I know you guys are gonna yell at me. You're gonna yell at me. It's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand my ground. So he, he kind of executed on the strategy that I, that I thought he should, which is don't, don't do much of anything. Yeah. Um, the fact that he got put on two shot clocks in a row, that's bullcrap. And let me explain to you why it is bullcrap. And I know you'll say Sadie Live was more in the center, but. In my estimation, here's what a shot clock point is for. A shot clock point is for the fact that we do not want to end up 0-0 because if we end up 0-0, we do not have tiebreaker criteria for 0-0. So a match cannot end 0-0. So therefore, we need to get, at minimum, one point on the board. Okay? And usually if wrestlers are doing nothing, they'll put a second point on the board for the other one, which I don't even think is really necessary. So obviously, you you don't want to put Kyle Steiner on the board because then he is winning one-to-one and you think he has done less than Sajulayev. But putting someone up 2-0 on shot clock points when the the defensiveness of Snyder is not egregious. Like, yes, was Sajulayev slightly more offensive, but was it like a two-to-one? No, it wasn't. It was, it was, it was slight. So we gave him the one-nothing advantage. That's all he deserves. Think about this. If you put him up 2 nothing on shot clock points and we get a push out, a real actual point, not a bullshit shot clock point, a real actual point, we still lose 2-1. to one. That ain't right. It's not right. Okay? So yeah, you're saying one shot clock serves its purpose. One shot clock serves its purpose plenty. We don't need to give someone two shot clocks. They, they need to earn that second point. They, they don't deserve to have the comfortability of being up 2-0 to zero. We're doing nothing. I mean, I mean, in all literalness, I know shot shots aren't the metric that they look at, but he took he took one shot, and and Snyder was not playing the edge. They they were mostly in the center. Sedgley was more in the center than Snyder, but and so so my estimate that was what broke it open, right? So once it goes two zero, Kyle's like, damn it, I, I'm freaking, I gotta I gotta get going. 
you know, gives up the underhook throw by, and then obviously it was the one sequence where he scored the underhook throw by, and then the gut wrench. So yeah, that was really unfortunate. The, the two two Shalakak Shalakak points, I can't get down with that. I don't accept it. Uh, I think it's shenanigans, and one one serves its point plenty. I, you know, I, I think in theory, I, I agree with you in terms of how that changes the match. But I will say, I think it's consistent with how they have called it tournament-wide. So it's this was a glaring example because it had the most eyeballs on it. But I don't think it was inconsistent or like you know unique to this match. The other thing is that in the end, really, I mean, that, the takedown that that Sajulai have got wasn't like Snyder over pursuing. It wasn't like because tactics had changed. Ooh, I, I feel like there was a a little bit of a relaxation and a more like a, okay, I gotta go get it, and then boom, all of a sudden he gives up the underhook. Because obviously, to to that point, he hadn't given up any underhooks. And yeah, well, I don't think Sajulayev had tried super hard for an underhook either. Or had yeah, it. let's watch that. Let's watch his takedown again. Because like he, all right, sorry, hold on. He punches that. He doesn't like he. I, I don't know. Start over. Start over. Start over. I wasn't here for the beginning. This is slow mode. Just freaking that's punches to it. Yeah. Like to me, um, that's like Sajulayev basically making a decision. I score now. Yeah, I, uh, I and feel I think like Kyle, Kyle wasn't would... ready for it because he wasn't expecting it. You could say maybe that's because he went down that two to zero. That would be. Yeah, I yeah. See that. and that, that's yeah. I guess that's. But that's it's literally it's literally right after the point. I mean, you see that you see the referee put up the point, and that's literally when it happens. Yeah, it's so. like how you know. I guess it's like you know. It's like how guys like Burroughs making a point of emphasis to score at the end of the period. Other guys have that tactic yes. of like. There's just a little opening right after a point goes up sometimes. So, yeah, I mean, maybe it changed it in that way. But I think it's a pretty small that, – that played a pretty small factor in the match, really. I mean, it was Sajulayev's ability to get to that to that underhook, punch through, get the takedown in the gut. And, dude, his gut, so, so, so tight. Like, Kyle crazy. Snyder, you can count the number of times he's been gutted in his senior-level international career on one hand. And it hasn't happened in several years, so – it's pretty incredible to gut Kyle Snyder. Uh, the shot clock uh, debate, the second shot clock debate, is irrelevant to the outcome of this match. In my opinion, it's a completely separate argument. And I see your point, Ben. Um, I'm not sure if I agree, but I don't. I don't. Well, I don't hate it. Um, I don't hate it. You gotta love it. I, I, I tend to agree. <laughs> well, like I, I agree with you that one shot clock serves its purpose of. You know, getting but, someone on the board and making yeah. one person offensive, one person defensive. So, so you you see the the inherent problem obviously is that they feel the need to do two shot clock points, right? Uh, essentially, one per period, and generally, historically, and actually, I, I so I complained about the fact that they were going, um, they would always go one than the other, one than the other. I can't remember which match we argued about where they went two the same, and. So generally, I, I also don't like one than the other because then you're you're essentially saying, "Oh man, I messed up on my first one, so now we got to go to the other one because we we have to do two. But if the more aggressive guy just has a one to zero lead, that is satisfactory. It's satisfactory. But obviously, we don't see any matches. There's no matches that go one to zero because they feel this need to give two shot clock points. But if we have broken the tie, if we have declared a winner essentially by giving one shot clock point. That is enough. There should not be a need, whether it's to the same person or whether it's to the other person. Obviously, if the other person say, I say I go down one nothing to you, JD, in the first period, because you got and I really earn it. I'm working my butt off to come get you, and you're you're and I earn that shot clock point. Okay, right. 
But if it's a situation like yesterday, I wouldn't have given Snyder a shot clock. Uh, I would have just left it 1-0, said Julayev. I think that's more than fair. I, to argue your point, someone down 2-0 to zero is probably going to start being a little more offensive than if they're down 1-0, yes? Which is but the if, point if, of if the if shot clock, really yes? Earned it. If they've really earned it. But like I said, yesterday's match wasn't egregious, whereas one guy was way the aggressor. The other guy had just somehow held them off. It wasn't like that. So if that's what we were seeing, if, if you were just running circles around me, I got it. Like, penalize that guy for what he should be penalized for, which is, you know, negative wrestling, as they like to call it. Uh, penalize that guy for that. But if these dudes are standing in the center and they're going at it, and you you feel the need to de- to give a shot clock point to declare a winner, right, or to make one person have the advantage over the other person. Uh, I can be I don't really love it, but I can be good with that, right? But when they're relatively even, and they were yesterday, to give one of them a two zero lead is too much for me. So here's what I'm saying: I understand the need for the shot clock point. I don't only understand the need for one. I don't feel they should have to go one then the other. I don't like that. I also don't feel like they should have to go two to the same person. They just need to get away the, from the need to give two shot clock points per match. If yeah. it is earned, if it's earned, go ahead and give it. But why is there a necessity to do it? Yeah. No, I, I see. I, I agree because, like, if if let's say that that match had gone down to the final 30 seconds, 2-0 on the two shot clock points, and then Snyder earns a step out – I mean, that would have been the only offensive point of the entire oh, match. Yeah. And I would have felt like, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, Snyder should get his hand raised. Um, yeah. In this case, that's not what happened. But but if it had, then that would have felt super unfair. Yes. So, yeah, I think if we just get away from the need to give two. Now, if you earn two, great. But just to have to give two to give two, I, I just don't really love it. And you know what? I'm complaining a lot less about the rules than I used to. They they are getting better. They're getting way better at freestyle rules and 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 rewarding the adequate winner and not having shenanigans. It's it, it is it's much much better than it has been. But we still can get better. Now, what's a way to encourage action in period number two? When you... well, the one guy's still losing. The guy's still losing. Whether he's losing one zero or two zero, he is still yeah. losing. One one thing that I that I kind of like about the and i don't know if i like but one one i guess byproduct of of the like the chance that they're gonna add to the to the shot clock points or or maybe you know put that the guy from the first period on the clock is that hope i mean ideally you would avoid matches like the 70 kilo final with the first guy on the planet oh, that guy is oh that, man he's so like, painful he like if you can if you can wrestle like he can wrestle you can turn a match you could turn almost all your matches into super boring shot clock wins, which is what he does, and it's so frustrating, it's so terrible. And he's the oh, exception. God. He's the exception, but he he points out like that flaw in the in that freestyle yes. scoring system. Because if you can he's do it, he's the worst. He's so freaking boring. I uh, I cannot watch that guy. It's like so boring. But but I, he, forever a Polish him. legend though. Forever a Polish legend. <laughs> he's yeah, in his in his home country of Poland, where he was born and raised and lived his whole life. Um, but uh, but but like Sajulayev kind of can wrestle the same way and and did against against Snyder for a lot of the match, and then finally got to his offense. But other than that one takedown and turn, he wrestled a similar way, you know. And and so it, like yes. there is that is a problem that 
mo in most wrestling matches at freestyle we don't have, but uh, but there are guys who can execute a game plan like that. And Sajulayev doesn't so, normally because normally there's a big skill gap between him and the other guy. But um, yes. man, when it happens, it's hey, so. Hey, so boring. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't watch Gads even the final. Was it two push out points or was it two shot clock points or how? What was it? It was. It was. I think he might have got to a, a step out at one point, but. It was a shot. It was clock. not an exciting match. Yeah, it was so boring. <laughs> he, I, obviously, I I don't watch this guy. I refuse to watch him. He's I tried to block it out of my mind. I don't, you know, I try to try to forget every Gaziev match immediately after it happens. Yes, the, the semifinal was painful yeah. against when you know we wanted uh, Bay Ramov to win to bring James Green back in, and Gaziev uh, somehow shut him down. Bay Ramov was so close to that one takedown, which would have obviously gave him the lead. Uh, Gadiev does nothing. It's so annoying. Yeah, uh, I think he did get a step. Up. He was he was losing on passivity, um, and then he he got a shot clock to make you know to give At him the, the lead in the second period, and then he did get a I think he did get a step out. Yeah, he did get a step out in the second period. Made me so Gadiev's sad. Gadiev's worse. Can someone beat him next year for sure? We cannot have that guy win again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what ridiculous. What chances are you giving of Snyder of beating such live again? <sighs> Not great. Not Man. very good. And the thing for me is, like, he's winning different ways, too. I feel like. He's... What do you mean? So, like, like, different moves, different techniques? Yeah, like, last match was not, off or at the Olympics, not offensive. Pinned him, obviously, match two. Not really offensive at all. Wasn't offensive in this match either, but it was his defensive tactics on Snyder that yeah. won him the match in Tokyo. This match, Snyder clearly was not going to be offensive. He tried to change things up, um, yep. and it didn't affect Sajlov at all. He went and got a takedown and then gutted Snyder. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not just like one position you need to change. It, it's just better in almost every position. How did how yeah. did Snyder like how was that 2017 match such an outlier in terms of the amount of exchanges and the number, the number of yeah. like times that they were in, that they were scrambling that guys ran on legs like how how was Snyder able to create a match like that when since then it's it's been like it, it the action just doesn't happen he's just impenetrable you know yeah. well I I think it's one of those things where said July have probably thought too lowly of. Kyle, right? He thought, oh, I'll just kill this dude like I do everyone else. Especially in that time frame, he was like mur murdering everyone, yes. you know? And so, Mass you know, murder. he probably allowed himself to get in an exchange, <laughs> an exchange battle in which he got really tired and Kyle was able to wear him down and win. And so then he says, moving forward, um, if I get that tired, I'm going to have trouble winning. But here's the good thing I don't have to get that tired because I have really great world-class positioning i have world-class defense and i can hold center like a son of a gun so how's he going to make me have exchanges you know like one of those things yeah well that makes yeah. me sad because it's it like how is he gonna oh, man i was gonna really a... have to figure something out because at this at this point if we keep them the exact same skill over skill kyle's got a he's got a tough hill to climb here that was also such lives first world level event up at 97 yeah i don't know true. i don't know if that came into play yeah. at all well I, I mean i think it definitely it, i think it helped snyder but i don't know that it came into play in terms of the the amount of action you know like the number of exchanges but i yeah. think it definitely helped 
I know that one thing that a lot of people say whenever they, and I know this happened to me when I was hey, probably 19 years old, when, when you actually start building some real muscles uh, and your body has to fuel those muscles, like the adjustment to um, the level of exhaustion you get is, is and you, say, you have to make a mental adjustment. Well, remember Yazdani against like, David Taylor yeah, good one. when yeah. he died, died the first time they wrestled when he got up, what was yeah. it, like six points or something points, and yeah. then got pinned at the World Cup. He was completely yeah. exhausted, but that that wasn't his first world level, and that was his first time up at eighty six from seventy four. Yes. Yep. But now, I mean, we're talking Sajlaev goat debate. Like, is is he the greatest of all time? He's definitely in the discussion at least now. So you got this list. I love that you guys made this list. I would have to know it out of memory. Um, so yeah, Kadartsev, you got Belagazov, you got Medved. Uh, and Satiev are really the ones. And I feel as though by the time he gets to 2024, if he does get there, in my opinion, his resume will pass all of theirs. Um, and on top of that, obviously, we've talked about the difficulty increasement in you know, more, more, more Russians wrestling everywhere else. Right. As opposed to just, just one Soviet. Um, we've talked about less weight classes, which matters not in the world, but in the Olympics. So we've talked about all, the, all these other things that have been a factor. And obviously throwing the Kyle Snyder thing. And I think he, he wins out to 2024. He's the freestyle goat. Now for the record, these wrestlers are all from Russia. So they did have to beat Russians to make the team. Um, right. Or Soviets. I mean, they you were, know, but it's like you know what I'm saying. It's like years, you could drop a match. Well, there were multiple years Satiev didn't wrestle um, because he didn't make the team. Um, no, only a couple at the end. Two, I think there was two, and yeah, I think two. one he year allegedly he was like hurt, but still. Yeah, I, I guess it's a good point. Well, yeah. I mean, so that would take away from him because, you know, he's obviously not the best in the world if he can't make the team. Because especially we, like we see with this uh, Sedge Alive, is like they don't even make him wrestle off anymore. Yeah. Now, right? so th- I think both of those years, the guy that beat him went on to win. I believe it was Mertzaliev in 2006 <clears throat> and seven. If I, I mean, this is my era, so I should know. I should know yeah, this. and that's towards the end um, of Satiev's yes. career. Yes, because then he came back. So then, actually, Mertzaliev, uh, I should check to make sure I'm right. Uh, Mertzaliev won, I believe, 2006 and seven at this weight class. And then Sargush had actually over overtaken Mertzaliev. And then uh, Satiev came out of nowhere to beat them both in 2008 to then make the team, and then he won the Olympics. It should also be mentioned for Sergey, he's two-time Olympic champ, uh, six-time world champ, one-time silver but he was denied one year um, in 84 from winning another yeah. Olympic gold. And his silver came like his very first world championships, I think. And then every year after that, he was gold. Yeah. Yes, I was right. It was, it was Makach Mersiliev. There you go. Good pronunciation. Mm-hmm. I, one, of the, one of the things, too, I think that gives Sajulayev maybe an edge in this debate is, is how consistently he's had to beat another guy that is like in that that would if not for yes. Sajalive Snyder would be in this goat conversation right like he would yes. if he or if he was getting these wins he would be in this conversation like when you think about I don't want to personally I don't want to put too much on that because I don't know yeah I don't much I don't, about the guys you know Medved and Sergey 
or beating. Really. Well, obviously there was a lot, like I said, a lot smaller pool that, yeah. that could have happened to because there's, I mean, really, it's, you know, at that point it's Iran, maybe Cuba, but probably not, not some powerhouse yet. Um, and then America, and that's kind of who, who they're dealing with. But like, put Kyle Snyder in perspective. This is Sagilai's opponent, right? This is the guy that he's been beating consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, when you think about Americans, like metal count, Iron Man, you think Bruce Baumgartner, right? Andy Hamilton yeah, was 13, telling me, right? Yeah, Andy Hamilton was telling me yesterday, Kyle Snyder is four medals ahead of Bruce Baumgartner already, like at this point in his career. You mean at this age? Okay, I but think, how many did Bruce have? Bruce had ten total, or what? I think he had thirteen, right? Oh, thirteen medals. So Jordan is. Someone said Jordan is second with nine now. That sounds yeah. That sounds right. Is that okay? God, um, so he's Jordan's got a long way to go. Damn, dude, Snyder's got seven, and he's I mean he's four ahead of Bruce, and he he's seven ahead of Dake and Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> at this point uh, in their career, they hadn't even yeah. Like the, like that is the guy that that Sajalaya beats consistently, and and yes. like you know you look at you look at Taylor Yazdani, another great rivalry, and that's like every match is in the balance. It's back and forth. It's now it's you know finally back and forth, but even the individual matches like they're you know there's swings in them. DT is needed, yes. like, you know, he's needed to to come from behind every time. Great rivalry, right? But, but like, it's going to go back and forth between two greats. Sajalayev now, I mean, he lost the first one, and since then he just is, like, it, he's creating distance. Yeah. For real. So, um, uh, can I, a little slightly off topic, uh, but we can get right back to it. Man, I looked at I looked up this two thousand seven Worlds to see who it was that for sure to make sure that they beat um, uh, who beat Sajulai. I'm sorry, Satiev. Satiev. And man, it makes us it makes us. I, I want to be grateful how how far American wrestling's came this yeah. year, two thousand seven. You were probably too young to remember this, JD. Russia went six golds out of seven weights and one bronze. I believe they were 37 and one. They only had one loss, which was Urbach Farniev lost. And the guy he lost to, Ram, Ramazan Sahin, was a Russian. How ridiculous is that? Yeah, that's absurd. <laughs> so absurd. So we've come along. Our only medalist, our one and only medalist in 2007, was none other than Daniel Cormier. He took third place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So ridiculous. Crazy. And I, I really hope. And I, I think it will. We will continue to sustain this level. I don't think this is just a unique occurrence with guys like David Taylor and Kyle Dake and Jordan Burroughs. I think we have set this standard and will continue. Um, obviously, it's going to be hard to elevate <laughs> to go higher than this. You know, we're talking about how this was potentially the greatest U.S. team of all time, but yes. we we're, we've we're up there, like, and I don't see another dip. I see a plateau. I mean, think about these. Well, I, yeah, yeah. You're, think about these elite high school ahead. kids who are coming through right now. Like, they're watching this. Like, they're they're like, what is the standard? This is the oh, standard. It's, it's right this here. Is the standard. Mm-hmm. Well, I was I was even I think it just almost our current team, Bray, is like, whose whose production do you see going down from here? And it's like, okay, we would really like to have Gable in there at heavyweight because Gwiz is good and he wrestled a good match against Taha, but. You know, we need, we kind of need to upgrade. Maybe, maybe that's going to be Mason Paris. But at, at 61, Dayton's young. He's going to get better. Um, and then 65, you know, Yanni's young and he, he can get, you know, he can make improvements too. And so those those weight classes where we didn't get all that production, I guess the one left, because I, I feel pretty confident that 74 through 97, 
all five of those guys, if, if I mean, maybe one of them gets knocked off within America, but all five of them have very productive years left through 2024. That's that's 22, 23, and 24. Um, at 70, James Green would be maybe the one the guy that can get knocked off, but he's right there, right? He lost, what, 6'5", six, six, to uh, Bayramov. Bayramov took third. He was in a really close match with Gadziev. So, like, if you told me, yeah, James Green beat one of those two guys. I'm, I'm not all that surprised. I think it's well within the realm of possibilities. Yeah, I mean, he's won two medals before. Let's yeah. just say he can't do it again. Yeah, for sure. But all right, be, so you're gonna give. To, well, I was gonna say to get back on my Russian high horse. If we couldn't beat them this year, and they didn't bring three of their number ones, like. It's going to yeah, take an, gonna another stars-aligning moment like 2017, I feel like, for us to catch up to Russia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I, I, th- I think it definitely can be done because, you know, like, okay, so just look at Jane Cox. You could see him winning. Uh, okay, let's see. Heavyweight, we're, we're probably going to beat – they're not very good there. We'll probably place higher than them um, for the foreseeable future. Jane Cox, you could definitely see beating, it was Kurbanov, I believe who is second. We can definitely see that win happening. Um, 86, we're going to outplace him there. That's three weights. 79, we outplaced him there. I think we outplaced him again. So then that, that's four weights where we outplaced him, Right. And now, now we just can't place really low at the other ones, but you can see Kyle Dake possibly winning. You can see Gilman possible. I mean, we were, we were right there with those guys. Yeah. Fix. He's a little further away from that Mega Medov guy, um, but you know it's like we're right there. So I, I think I think this race is super tight for the next three years, and who knows, maybe the foreseeable future. Through Paris, there's Paris, still yes. you know there's a couple like thinking about the Sajulayev question again. There still is this lingering question of Jaden Cox, and based on yeah. Jaden's loss to Galage, it's like that that's not a, that doesn't give you like you know super high confidence that. Jaden would get it done against Sajulayev, but um, but it's still a question because he does present such different problems than than really anybody that I, that I can think yes. of that that's, that that Sajulayev has wrestled. So it is that is still a question, right? Like I still want to see that match. I, I still want to see, and I want to see it in a year when Jaden is is not dealing with all the stuff he's had to deal with this year. You know, I want to I want to see that match when Jaden's like had had training going the right way and everything looks good and there's not all the, this olympic drama hanging over his head um i want to see that match i still that's still the, the question i think yeah. that is the test sagulayev still needs to pass um so yeah i mean i we, we're gonna be competitive with them as far as goats go if uh we kind of got off that i think sagulayev is if he if he wins out um obviously i, Do I you think, think say he hypothetically injured retires whatever where right does now? he stack up right now? I put him a little lower than than. I mean, he just has it's seven to you know. I mean, for an account total amount of worlds and yes, because we we none of us and and because this film doesn't really exist, it's going to be hard to really the, really the brackets don't exist. You can't go find brackets from the nineteen seventy four worlds. Like right, I've tried looking some of them up. Yeah, I could not find them. Maybe maybe Jason Bryant could. He's the one guy that's like, if someone could do it, it'd be effing Jason Bryant. Okay. <laughs> Not me. I couldn't find them. I went and looked for a couple old ones. I could not find them. I didn't. Even, I was looking for nineties, and I couldn't find them. So, um, but I think just surely on numbers uh, that those other guys are a little bummed. But I, I think that I think that he's gonna bump up in a couple of years. Yeah, 
without a doubt. Um, I agree too. He's not quite up there yet. Just hasn't had the longevity. But if he goes to Paris, I mean, I think it's, I think it's him. Yeah, definitely. You look at you know these other guys, maybe outside of Sergey, and once again, like I don't know all these guys like how they did at say Uregan or these other tournaments, basically going solely off the world's results. But such I have doesn't he's lost twice like total in his senior level career. <laughs> that, one is when he was super young. Um, that's it, another great argument. Almost like doesn't even count. Like he doesn't even take the random. Uregan lost now. He doesn't wrestle. Because yeah. Tatiev had a handful of losses. I mean, yeah. Way, way greater than, I don't know how great it is. I know it's a lot greater than two. Now, you could also say Satiev is much more aesthetically pleasing to watch. Aesthetically pleasing? Yeah. You like that vocabulary? <laughs> it was good. He is. Also, he, I, he is I, fun I to watch. But I think aesthetics, I think I like specifically their, uh, you know, their appearance. But I, I know what you're saying, though, for sure. Speaking of aesthetically, yeah, well, that's true too. I'm aesthetically pleasing. That's just aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> what was um, Saj Live doing in his corner in between uh, periods? Like, did he was mean? just smushing his nose, pushing his nose in? Oh yeah, he was like this. What was that? I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> like his nostrils are already huge. His nose is already smushed. Uh, I have no he's idea. He's already getting That's so weird. mad airflow in there. I've never seen anyone do that. I have no idea what that is. Maybe he's got a little cold, a little congested, just has to open up those nasal pathways. That's so bizarre. Like that doesn't help at all. In fact, it kind of hurts, right? Yeah, it's not good. I mean, maybe it's, a te- maybe it's it. a technical suggestion. Maybe he's like, do this to Kyle Snyder. Well, um, yeah, I mean, that, he was all over his face, actually. That was kind of annoying that they weren't warning him more. He was really like... Coming, he was coming here, but then he was going like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. like that. That was super annoying. Maybe the, yeah, maybe Tadia was like, feel how annoying this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you that like five times of practice. Like, you're not putting the pressure right. Here's how you put the pressure. <laughs> it was so weird though. It was like slow. Like he he like held it like that for a while, and as he's taking breaths, it was like that's the weirdest. I've never seen anything like that. He can be pretty entertaining in the corner um, during the break. He did the water splash in 2017, too. Yeah, there it is, where Tatia was just like, take this water to the face. (laughs) That cameraman back there was like, wait, hold on. Whoa, whoa. whoa." (laughs) Uh, So funny. (laughs) Mm. Jeez. Yeah, but it's going to be, you know, a long road back for Com. Still super, I'm very much looking forward to. Round five, hopefully these uh, ne- not five, six, seven, these next couple of years. But um, yeah, because there's well, really nobody in Kyle's way. I, actually, I, I should say two years is going to stay down away class. I don't know if I want to say I hope it doesn't happen, but if Jaden goes back up to ninety-seven, like that'll, that'll be interesting to see what Jaden chooses to do now. Um, both him and Kyle meddled. I don't know how much Jaden cares about sitting out. He hasn't been as vocal about it as Kyle Dake. He would, since he meddled, probably get a bye to the semis, um, not the finals. But prior to this, he was all, I'm never going, I'm going 97 for the rest of my career. Um, and he, I think in his interview, uh, whoever was interviewing asked, and he was a little more, 
hesitant. You know, I'm going to go and reflect. And he alluded to the like to the benefit of sitting out. And so, I, you know, I don't know if he'll. I don't know what he's going to do. He said he said he doesn't know, but but if that's already in his mind, like that's a pretty big incentive, like to be sitting yes. in Final X. And um, man, like we have seventy percent of the. Of of like a, the final you know one of the finalists like set for final X already if they want it, yes. wild. Um, yeah. So I I would really like to see and I don't know why Cox just doesn't do this or Jaden do this is like why isn't he and I know Sedgley doesn't compete all that often why does he find out somewhere Sedgley is going to compete and just go wrestle ninety seven and see what you know see how it goes type of thing like the, well yeah. where was it where Sedgley I don't think actually ended up showing up but he was scheduled to wrestle yeah and Jaden wrestled ninety two. Yeah, Jaden wrestled 92 because he said, eh, this is my weight. Yeah. But, yeah. I would love to see him just bump up. Just, just hey, let's go wrestle a tournament. Um, you know, you don't have to obviously feel him for the weight class. Because at that size, that size, the weight is not at, from just a percentage basis. And, and right. uh, it's not as significant. And I also don't think Sedgley has a very large a 97. I, w- I would actually be shocked if he weighs that much more than 97 on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. So, should we, uh, we talk about the, the girls a little bit because they're they're doing pretty well, but Japan is uh, doing very a well. Running, they're doing very well. I think they have. Well, there's two weights where they're not. They're not either in the semis, or the finals, right? Is that correct? Right. Um, Adeline eliminated. Uh, there was 76 kilo in her final yesterday, and uh, what other weight did I have a semifinalist at? I think they do have. Yeah. A, I th- I think they no, they took third at uh oh, so maybe she made the semis. Yeah, Ozaki at sixty two, but yeah. I believe, yeah, you're right. So nine out of ten ways made the semis. Um, we have that's four head to heads today: three in the semis, one in the finals. That's that's our opportunity, right? Like, and I think I think we're gonna be, I think Sarah's favored. Um, it's but gonna be, she's gonna be tough. she's favored because her girl is slightly unknown now. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I'm, I'm still picking Sarah. Sarah's wrestling incredible, uh, as well as Damn. she ever has. I think so. I think, Hel- I think her, Helen's her. favored. Like you know, you look how close Helen was with with the Olympic champ, right? And it's like, okay, Helen, I think is is favored. Um, and then Tamira, Tamira. Tamira's favored. And yeah. and then you know who knows? I mean, it's it's like so far, Maya Nelson's had really good tactics. She's she's looked good. So that's the one where I I don't know that we're necessarily favored, but. Um, I think the other three, we we have a really good chance, good shot at victory there. Uh, so, and we need it. We need those to happen. Yeah. So, man, that girl, the girl at fifty, Yoshi Yoshimoto. Oh my gosh. She has a twenty-four second tech, a two-minute tech, a pin in a minute, and then uh, against Vuk, who is kind of she's been at this weight for a long time. She had a tech eleven nothing in three minutes fifty seconds. So, I don't know. I, I don't know if Sarah's the favorite. This girl's a beast. People get on Russia for. Not really wrestling, but Russians wrestle, you know, a decent amount and a lot more compared to Japan, who is almost strictly Asians um, and We're talking about worlds. Japanese women? Yes. Yeah. And their men. Their men don't wrestle all that often either. Yeah, that's true. I actually think it's interesting how um, the, you know, obviously we talk about the Russian women because they're, they're, they're that basket of people who 
make up the majority of their men's team don't compete at all in women's wrestling. Um, I think it's interesting how other Soviet republics generally do pretty well. So Ukraine is in third place. Kyrgyzstan is in fourth place. Moldova is in seventh place. Like they have more success than, than on the men's side. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, that is really interesting. Um, Bader was on flow zone this morning with Olivia Lichty. She's like, I, she's the probably the best, you know, the, most expert person I know when it comes to women's wrestling. And she was talking about that and particularly Ukraine, like the, the rise of that country and the success they've had. They had, I think s- something like seven medals at euros. Like they're, I mean, unbelievable. Wow. Um, so yeah, there's like, there's just, uh, I think there's more opportunity for, for teams to jump into, you know, not first or second, but those, those third through fifth kind of places just because, yeah. um, Things were happening so much, and like Kyrgyzstan was the team at the Olympics that that made, like that stood mm-hmm. out, that looked amazing, and yeah, it's it is it's interesting. Like you can see, I don't know, I don't know why that is. I don't know what what makes it that way, but it's really I don't know, yeah. very interesting. I mean, it's probably I, I I guess just kind of guessing off the top of my head because I, I was the one who brought it up. I would guess that's something to do with like once they start having a little bit of success there, maybe they're putting a lot of re- that country's putting a lot of resources because Kyrgyzstan obviously is like not a big country not tons of resources, but maybe they're putting the resources into that one avenue where they're starting to have success or something to that effect. Yeah. Moldova with two in the finals, they like, they're both, it was their semifinalists yesterday and both of them were, mm-hmm. were like losing. One was getting killed and then she, she got a fall late. Um, so I think Moldova being as high as they are, they're sitting in seventh. That, that is maybe a little fluky just based on a couple, yeah. you know, a couple good performances at the right time but uh but a lot of these other ones pinfalls yeah dude (laughs) the one in the i can't remember which one it was in the semis that was like she was just getting killed yes and then then she uh she came back out the fall to the ukrainian girl Mm -hmm. yeah we got to give a shout out to jenna too for getting bronze super impressive and awesome considering you know all she's been through leading up to olympics olympic trials whatnot um uh, i'll be honest like I didn't uh I was not picking her to medal. You know, she's been on the scene a handful of years, hadn't quite made that next jump yet when maybe I should have seen it coming. She took a match from Helen at the Olympic Trials finals and then mm-hmm. when she beat Chikara, um but she she finally got it done at the world stage. Nice. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Kayla Miracle looked good too. Tiny Bakova, super good. She's now two-time world champ, Olympic silver medalist. And um, Kayla was right. Kayla there just needs her. to get more powerful in on those shots. She just wasn't able to pull a few of them in the right way. And uh, a Tiny Bakova looked pretty strong there. I agree. Her Kayla's motion is is really good, and you can tell like she gets gets girls reacting to her motion. But it's the you know it's those finishes, and I that's the good thing is I mean we see there's a template for people figuring that out. Guy, guy like Thomas Gilman. Um, you talked about yesterday, you know, a couple years ago, that was, it was similar. It wasn't about yeah. necessarily strength, but just getting to the finish. And, and so it's a, it's a solvable problem. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Gilman definitely was not a strength issue. <laughs> it's no. a te- te- technical, per, you know, issue. Um, hey, why have we had no questions this week, JD? Are we just ignoring them? Cause there's so much going on. Yeah. There's so much going on. Shorter shows. Um, we'll have a, obviously a bunch next week. We'll probably stick to the world stock and maybe get into questions and voicemails. And you know what happens next week? What? College wrestling season's officially here. Yeah. That's right. Practice is underway. 10th, which is this what this that's actually this weekend, I think. 
Is it, it is. is. Yeah, it's Sunday. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. You guys getting excited? We're actually going to have a normal college wrestling season as opposed to last year, which was – I mean, at least we got to have it last year, but it, it was not not as nearly as fun as it should be. Yeah, I remember last year. It was like like January, you know, first, first second week in January. Some programs didn't even have their schedules out yet. Like, it never schedules out. Big, remember how Big Ten was – they were the last ones, I feel like. And then, you know, we only got to see a handful of matches. You never knew who was going to show up because of COVID test. It was just – yeah, it was just not 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 ideal. So hopefully this year we're gonna have a lot more. Out of fun. that though, we did get the extra matches, which I think are sticking around this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that should stick around. That was so, nice. Looking on bright side, one positive out of last season. One positive, like it. Yes, that was um, that going one. Back that was to, going back to Gilman, him versus Ugoyev, Um Let's do that, that again. Before, but that's a fun one to run back. Oh yes. yeah. Hey, you know what happens too if, if you if uh, if Russia pops for one special vitamin, we get this team title. Well, I mean, sort of technically, like with the Russian Wrestling Federation whole thing, like you could say we like, actually are. We should be the team champs because how can they actually get the team title when they're not supposed to compete? Because they didn't. The Russian Wrestling Federation did. Yeah, that's like that's the loophole they I made. Roll. That's the loophole <laughs> they made. But it's like I I don't know. It's I, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, but it's it's like if they're gonna let them wrestle, then what's the difference in giving them the trophy or not giving them the trophy? Like who, like what's yes, the difference if you're if you're not gonna give them the trophy, then how can you justify giving the athletes the medals? And if you're not gonna give them the medals, how can you justify like raising their hand at the end of the match? And then how can you like yes. if you're gonna put them in the tournament, they're in the tournament. So yes, you you made you know that that was the decision was made then, and and we talked about it on the show yesterday, like. This this sanction was supposed to. Include, it was a cowardly decision. You know that yeah the, the to let him wrestle. Uh, you think it was cowardly? Go off, Bray. Go off, Bray. No, I mean that we talked about the the sanction yesterday was supposed to include like Russia can't host can't host any UWW events. They had Junior Worlds this year. Like it's I don't know. It, it's just that's the decision they made. And so yes. I like we we talked about it when they made the decision. There's no new information yeah. that came out yesterday. It's not like a surprise. Like what. Yeah, what? I don't know. So um, yes, J- JD, I will tell you it. W- it is incredibly cowardly, incredibly uh, by the I you know, it was the IOC probably was the one that ended up making the decision, and then they pushed the, the decision off to all of the individual world governing bodies for their sports. But I always forget the name of the report. I know I don't think it was the McLaren, but maybe it was the McLaren report. Um, when you look at how many failed tests there were. And they actually broke them down by sport. And wrestling was one of the higher ones. I believe wrestling was the number three. I mean, we are talking, JD, from from Russia, Russia proper. There was hundreds, hundreds. I know it was of, state sponsored. Hundreds of failed tests. There, JD. There's only thirty effing people on the team. Do you realize how many failed tests that is per person? Failed tests per person. There's only thirty people on the team, and they ain't even tested them all that much. I like, know. holy crap, my head explodes. Yes, so essentially what we said, what not what we, I was not part of the decision. What the IOC said to Russia is like, you know what, We from, from a monetary perspective, we need you so much we can't actually suspend you. We can't actually do anything to you because we actually need you at the Olympics. We will not do anything to you. We'll put these little fake bullshit sanctions on you that don't really mean anything. And then we'll pass it down to the world governing bodies, and they ain't really gonna do nothing at all either. So you know, we you cheated so many hundreds of times, and we ain't gonna do nothing. It's yeah. cowardly. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, and we knew like we knew that that, that they were going to be there. There's no surprise there. And you hear the U.S. athletes like they're they treated Russia as a real team. Like they they wanted to beat this team They and they wanted to, you know, they want to we, we want to look back historically and, and know where we stacked up with Russia. And so it's like, yeah, that the decision, the decision had no teeth, but but from the wrestling side of it and from the competitive side of it, it's like, all right, fine. They made the decision. So let's just, let's try to beat this team. And, and uh, we heard a lot of the U S guys both, you know, on social media and in their interviews before the event, they're motivated by that. They, they treated this like a real championship against yeah. a real team. And, uh, and they, they, they should have, cause it is a real team. Know, it is. Yeah. Like, um, okay. I want to correct, correct, my, correct myself here. Cause I was a little overzealous. There was, Okay, so in a four-year span, uh, eleven late eleven to fifteen, there was three hundred and sixty-four positive tests, but the authors consider that only a minimum due to limited access to Russian records. Uh, wrestling was the third sport. Athletics was number one with one hundred thirty-nine. Athletics, track and uh, track and track and ah. <laughs> uh, weightlifting number two with one hundred seventeen failed tests, and wrestling is number three with twenty-eight failed tests. So I, I maybe I exaggerated a little bit, but. Obviously, like I said ru- limited Russian records, so the number is probably significantly higher than that. But again, when you're talking 30 people, men, women, and uh, freestyle Greco and women's, 28 is still a very high amount of failed tests, especially when you have limited records. No, there's no doubt a bunch of them are on steroids. I just like can you so ha- JD JD? Let me ask you this: uh, You're you're saying I what punishment? Do you think they should receive? Are you you literally arguing that they should receive no punishment? Because if there's no punishment for a crime, crimes will continue to be committed, right? That's pretty evident. What what punishment would you suggest? I don't like, and I realize it was state-sponsored, a bunch of athletes, almost all their athletes, if not all of their athletes, were on steroids. I just I don't like punishing individuals saying you cannot go to the world championships because of what these people did, regardless of it's you know the country they represent or whatever. And I don't like having the world championships without the best wrestlers there. The country should have to pay a whole bunch of money. Well, like no. A, so uh, uh, listen, if if we okay, if we actually so if you if you guys are absolutely against the Olympics, which I think the Olympics would have been the most conducive time. So, so think about this. Like any organization, I wish we'd do this like with the banks because those banks, they're, they're scummy son of guns or maybe the pharmaceuticals, someone that's really evil also. So if you say, well, you know, they're part of the greater organization and, you know, we feel bad punishing individuals who were partaking in the behavior that, that caused this, they also need to feel some pain because if, if the individuals feel pain, they're more likely to say, you know what, I'm not doing it again. We did it once. We got suspended. I felt I felt the pain because of your actions, the organization, right? I felt the pain because of your actions. I don't want to do this anymore. I will not take part in this. But now none of those athletes felt the pain. So they're like, yeah, you made a bad decision. You kind of got slapped on the wrist a little bit. Hey, if you want to keep rolling, let's keep rolling. I don't I didn't feel any pain. I want to do it again. Let's maybe do the, some more. Maybe the top maybe the people at the top of the organization should be just like banned for life. Like you're not you are not I'm in for that too. You know, like if we want the athletes there, like, all right, fine. Then coaching staff, like to, up to the, to the, 
heads of the the organization are out. But they should have been banned as as Russia as a whole should have been banned from the World Championship Olympics for at least a year to make them feel the pain. You, yeah. you have to. Worry. I mean, JD, why do you think these banks? Huh, Goldman Sachs or JP Morgan, they paid like a billion dollars in money laundering fines. Like, why do you think they're money laundering? Because the fines ain't big enough. They're just going to keep doing it. You got to punish someone. If you want someone to stop said behavior, you have to punish them an adequate amount. And if you don't punish them an adequate amount, said behavior will continue. Russia is still doping. I'm sorry. I don't want to be the party pooper. Russia's doping, guys. We didn't punish them. They did. They felt no pain. They think, oh, ha, 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 IOC, they need us. They don't punish us. We just keep going. We just maybe be a little sneakier this time. No problem, Bubba. <laughs> Look, it, it's, I guess I don't care as much. Um, maybe. Oh, you don't care about cheating. Okay. We got it. <laughs> I, I do. I do. I just, I don't think, I don't think. Whatever. Steroids are always going to be a part of the sport. I'm not saying oh, make them no, legal. Let's, let's just make all steroids legal because it's going to be part of the sport. Given long-term health benefits. or No, and I think they should be punished. I just – and I don't want the athletes that wrestled at this world championship seven asterisk by the name. You can say, um, yeah, they could only beat who they wrestled. We always talk about the 1984 team having an asterisk still to this day. But it wasn't due to performance behaviors, JD. That was b- due to political stuff. I know, I mean, but they, they still have an asterisk by their names. name. Because of political reasons, not because they freaking deserve to be suspended. I know, and they still have an asterisk by their title. We always say, but, but if, Russia wasn't there in 84. Look, guys, if we understand why they're not there, and the, the reason they're not there is because they were very clearly cheating, then we understand Dayton Fix, when Dayton Fix got suspended from the NCAAs that one year, well, shit, it didn't happen because we had the COVID. But would you have put an asterisk by the thing, or would you have said Dayton Fix was justly suspended and therefore the other people should win? Yeah. No, that that's true. I think the thing that's hard about this this particular situation is – is that the question of how do you make the best, most entertaining wrestling tournament and the question of how do you enforce an important rule have really different answers, right? Like enforcing the rule means Russia's out. Making the best wrestling tournament means Russia's in. And, and as a wrestling community, like those are the two things that are competing is, is what do we want more? What do we want more? Yes. A rule set people so, follow so it- or, or, a, or a wrestling tournament that's really entertaining. And I think that the problem is like we are we – are, not willing to give up the most entertaining yes. wrestling yes. tournament for the enforcement of the rule. And it's, it's a real, yes. that, that's a really hard thing to give up, but that's what we would have to do. Right. Yes. And if we do, obviously they'll feel more pain than we'll feel. I mean, we'll be a little annoyed they're not there, but if they're not there, they'll likely feel more pain. And then we put them on a, a fair testing protocol and they do it again. We suspend them again. At some point they're going to learn their lesson. Yeah. I got kids. I got kids. They learn their lessons. Right. I mean, Ozzy says, I asked a little son of a gun. I said, dude, you're, taking your stupid transformers away. And, and then, you know, when I take it away enough times, he learns his lesson. It's pretty yeah. simple. Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, you brought up 84 and, and there there were, I mean, there were some good like byproducts from that too. I, it's funny to listen to uh, the Ryan Warner's podcast uh, on Slay, like the Slaying Satya series, really cool. But Slay talked about watching that 84 Olympics as a kid. He had no idea that like there were sanctions. He just saw, you know, the U.S. or are not sanctions, but that there were political things going on. He just saw the U.S. winning all these gold medals. It inspired him. It was super entertaining. People were into it. Like we would still enjoy the the uh, the world championships yeah, yeah. without Russia. We would still be into and it. It would probably it would have an asterisk, but like that's I don't know. That's just what it would. But have. But there's also a good reason they're not there. They cheated. They cheated. They yes. don't deserve to be there. 
And now, now we're getting so far away. Now we're getting so far away from the McLaren report. It's like you would have to do a new McLaren report and find and, and drum up new cheating in order to want to suspend them again. It should have obviously been done. I think it came out in 2016. So either 2016 or 2017 is when it actually should have been done. Now they have all these stupid ramifications like the RWF, which is not really any different than Russia, whatever. And it's like we should have just we should have solved it back then. Then they should have been put on testing protocols. And if they're cheating again, suspend them again. At some point, they're they're going to learn their lesson or they're going to miss a whole bunch of world championships. Fine. Either way, let's just freaking do it right. I do agree with JD that that where it becomes a little bit complicated is if these athletes, you know, if Abbas Kazi is being punished for something that, uh, you know, the Russian Federation did back, you know, however many years ago, that feels unfair. But the problem is, like the decisions made at the top of, of an organization impact everybody in that organization, right? Like, yes. so that's that's the thing. It would be unfair to the guys that didn't cheat, but that's that's the problem with like being part but of a corrupt probably organization. Still, the guys, they, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Here. They're well, probably what, still yeah. cheating. Whether they they, they, cheat, they what, cheated their ass off and they didn't get punished. They're probably they're probably still cheating. Probably so, but like whether they are or they aren't. Just the point is, like, who have, the decisions at the top of the organization impact everybody in that organization. And, and correct, that's and that's thing, where, right? but that's where if you have the members, if you have the members of that organization to get punished, they're going to say, "We're not going to do this anymore. Yep. We got punished last time. I don't want that punishment again." Listen, and even maybe maybe like sex, maybe say two of them aren't cheating, right? They get suspended from the world championships. They're going to be probably the most vocal ones. Say, "You mfers." I didn't want to cheat. I actually didn't cheat. And you guys got me suspended because you guys are ridiculous behaviors. I mean, when the when the bank makes $3, million, $3 billion off money laundering and they can find $900 million, you know what they're saying? They're saying, well, that $2.1 billion extra that we made, man, that was kind of nice. Let's do some more of that shit, right? Yeah. They're not saying, oh, we got we got a little slap on the wrist here, right? This, this is what Russia got. Russia got a little slap on the wrist and the behaviors likely are not changed. Yeah. Um. There's a so Bradley in the chat says that he, he says that uh, you know they would a lot of the Rus Russian wrestlers might just move to another country if they were banned. That would be that would be a great penalty for the Russian Federation. That too. would be a great like, penalty. Lose your yes, you know lose absolutely. all your best athletes. You know, it would be interesting yeah, to see sure. if IOC would allow that. Why not? I mean, go yeah go wrestle for another country and I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's the biggest punishment because you can't do two transfers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that would be that would be, that would honestly be the biggest part. I, I'm, see, I'm great with that. See, we came up with something in the middle, JD. I'm great with that. Make Russia start all the way over. Yeah, yeah, you can wrestle. You just gotta go to another country. That'd be, I mean, dude. And then you can't transfer back because the the transfer rules. Well, they created their own independent country this year. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really something. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> it's so it's so crazy. Oh my goodness. All right, I think Where's we need Christian to get out Piles of here. At? He's been Christian Pyle's been slacking all week. He hasn't showed up to talk to us one time. He's in Oslo. I don't know. He's doing international things. He's doing Oslo things. He I actually kind of wanted to go to Oslo. It's one of the cities I want to visit. Seems like Oslo a really nice be place. Cool. Yeah. Where will next year? Have they decided yet? I think they have, but I can't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hold on. I'll look it up. I'm you can look it up. up I'm, I'm looking it up. There. I'm looking it up. Uh, all right, but well, all right, we should go because it's not good radio, right? Yeah, unless I no. get there first. Let's get out of here on. because uh, I'm, I'm gonna get there, JD. <laughs> you playing? We're playing the music. You got to hustle. Oh, I got to hustle. Hold on, I'm. I'm, I'm there. already I'm thinking about there. tacos. Tacos are but, still no. here. Tacos are there. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. 2022. 
Probably go uh, U15 World Belgrade. Cup. No, it's not on. Belgrade. Serbia. Okay. Hey, Serbia. I'm going to Belgrade next month. Yeah, baby. Here so. we go. Okay. We're getting out of here. Um, we still have Flow Zone for the semifinals coming up here in a little bit. Tune USA into those. Women, baby. USA Women still have a chance. It's going to be an uphill paddle, battle against Japan. But three big head-to-head semifinals this round. Metal matches later. Tune into them. See you later. Last show of the week. This week, no show Thursday, but we will be back next week to continue the world's talk. <laughs>